This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today is Saturday, which means my wife is here with me. Hi. Hello. You've been here a lot more lately. I have. I've been, I'm, I'm what Ryan would refer to as a working person now. It's atrocious for you, isn't it? It doesn't, <laughs> it's, not, it's not conducive to your lifestyle. It's not conducive to my life, so it's really cut in on my horse time. Yeah. <laughs> Which we, we have everybody to, we knows have you to love bring that the up horse to start time. With. That's a great segue into <laughs> the fact of, uh, no, not even go there. What I found with you is having to come to the office now or choosing to, choosing and having to right now as the, the brand has grown and coaching and your coaching platform and mine and events and speaking and traveling and yeah oh yeah there's more stuff to get done than i'm capable to do or the current employee base of the company correct we're a little bit uh overwhelmed but it's good right uh, we talked about this earlier in the week it means there's major growth happening when there's more stuff than we are capable of getting done ourselves yeah, and if you live in Columbus or wouldn't mind commuting or moving here, we'd be open to entertaining the opportunity of you to become a project manager and or assistant. We need an assistant. <laughs> I don't like assistant. I think it's a lot no, more project management. It is project management. Because you are not getting me lunch or dry cleaning or... I mean, I wouldn't do that on a regular day. Horse food. That is not true. You actually microwaved my lunch for me today. I did. You were on so many calls. That's how it... It's surprising, right? <laughs> Bitch, give me some food. It's close to that. Close. <laughs> Man. You said woman. Woman. Bring me some food. I did. I did say that. Well, what have you noticed to be different in your life now that you are having to get up and come to the office so early in the morning? So I have got to find a balance, right? I was used to getting up and just doing my own thing with Gianna in the morning and then coming back to the house and being able to do what I needed to do for me and then get on with the day. When I say needed to do something for me it was because i had my own time and space which you are looking at me funny because you don't get a lot of your own time and space i'm looking at because when she says she would drop john off at school and then come home she would drop john off at school and then come home go to the gym really i would go to the gym fuck around for a while maybe buy some stuff on amazon clean up the house a little bit i mean you had like suit Super cushy, <laughs> right? I mean, we're literally getting the same amount of stuff done now, and you're working here 28.5 hours a week. <laughs> it's been a lot more than that, but that's all right. We we itemized it. We itemized it. 28.5 hours it's a week 20, is what you agreed to work here inside the office. what I'm here in the office, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So continue. So anyway, now, I have found that I need to be prepared in the morning more than I typically had been in the past. So... I have established some morning rituals for myself. And I say this because I've always had these morning rituals. It was just I was able to get them done on my own time and at my leisure. And it wasn't so regimented. You had like mid-morning, early afternoon rituals. I mean, worry about yourself. It's okay. <laughs> it, it's truthful. Right. I'm, I'm bringing this up on the front side of this episode because Lindsay has had to create her own morning practice and her own morning rituals that serve her, right? And she's coming from a world as you might have come from yourself where you were a stay-at-home mom or a, a man that was stay-at-home dad yeah. right? or unemployed or whatever has happened. And there's a new season in life and she's had to make some changes, right? She's had to pivot to be more productive and to fill in the spaces you've agreed to fill in. That's yeah. why I'm, I'm leading you on this path. Yes, I'm, I'm messing with you because it's funny because yeah, I, know. I would have done 
I would love for you. What I, if you're listening, what I want you to do is all sign up for Linda's coaching, like whatever, whatever you can possibly do, because I want to be a stay-at-home dad. I want to take Gianna to school. I want to go to the gym for a couple hours. You gonna ride the horse? No, no, the horse is gone. If I'm a stay-at-home dad, horse is out. We'll have a nice car. No, I mean, you buy a lot of cars. I'm not even. I'm not even bringing that up. Don't go Keep there. going. Don't go there. But what I found is, so when we're getting home from Mondays and Fridays are typically very late days for us, at least for me, and we're not getting home until 8, 30, 9 o'clock at night by the time we feed ourselves and actually get home. And then we're old and tired by the time that rolls around. So we're in bed. So I'm thinking in the morning, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do stuff. It'll be great. And then my ass is dragging. So I had to establish something that was going to be just for me that I could ritualize, so to speak, that would make me feel more prepared for the day and make me feel not behind. If you guys have been listening to this for a while, you know that I am a reactionary person. I get overwhelmed pretty easily. I get stressed out. And this was probably the Lindsay of, I don't know, eight to 10 months ago that would just completely stress out about the smallest things. My husband is laughing at me right now. I love that this you're is ridiculous. It's eight to 10 months ago? Yeah. It's eight to 10 hours ago. <laughs> it, it did not go away. It no, got slightly muted. No. You're processing quicker, well, but I process, it is still there. But my step, well, yeah, my reaction is never going to go away. But the thing is, is that now I accept it and I know how to deal with it and then I just move on from it. So I don't internalize things as much as I probably used to. You know, you don't agree with that? No, I, I agree <laughs> plenty, right? We we talk about things. Yeah, but you know, it just, if you have listened to that the and you're that same type of person, like the smallest things would get me frustrated and to the point where I'm like, you know, is this really serving me? Do I really need to be frustrated about this? What is this really doing? And no, I didn't. And no, it wasn't. And so what I have found is in the morning, if I get up, and I have a routine, make myself, I take a shower, brush my teeth, wash my face, make myself a cup of coffee, and then I sit down and meditate. And that's probably been the biggest thing in my morning ritual that kind of sets me up for success for the day because I can clear my mind. I set an intention for the day, whether it's to be, you know, calm and mindful, whether it is to be appreciative and come from a place of gratefulness. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I would have guessed the intention that you said every day is just to be sexy. Oh, that's so nice. For a minute, I thought you were going to give me some smart-ass remarks. That's right. (laughs) Men take note. It's just that easy. So sweet. I love it. That's very nice, honey. Well, you know, I haven't really set that intention. You just... You know, you just get sexy on a daily basis with me. What can I say? That's right. And and humility (laughs) and and being humble. I get all of that from her. But no, wouldn't you agree that when you when you start your day with meditation or some kind of a routine that it it sets you up for success and you have some kind of intention that you carry with yourself throughout the day? Yeah, I think there's I mean I've covered this quite a bit on the show that there are so many different ways to meditate. The only wrong way to meditate is to not do it. Right. Right? Like I very openly and I think it's what got you to start was the Muse, like choosemuse.com. Yeah, the Muse has been great. And I posted some of this stuff. This whole episode came because I posted some stuff on my story about a journal I had, a journal and a planner. And that was part of my morning rituals that I started to make sure I planned out my day so that it didn't lead me to become overwhelmed, right? I could write it down, map it out, and then have boxes for myself that I could check. And when I checked off the boxes as I accomplished something, then I could look back at the end of the day and go, oh, I really, you know, I did a lot today. I accomplished that. I didn't get overwhelmed in busy work. And for moms, a lot of the stuff is busy work, right? You've got to 
get the kid up and get them dressed and things ironed and what shoes are going to match and what do they want to eat for breakfast and is lunch packed and it's just it's nonstop and then you pay, play 20 questions in the morning at least with a girl too right does this do these shoes go should I wear these earrings what are we going to do with my hair today I feel like so much of that is actually my beautiful wife pushing that on Gianna Gianna is like the simplest no nonsense Right. I mean, honestly, for for how a a young child, I mean, she's nine. She's not even young anymore. She's like a little adult. She gets up. She comes downstairs. She loves what she wears. She picks it out. You get frustrated because sometimes she doesn't match and look the right way. Yeah. Some of those days, you know, she is still struggling. But she she has asked me more recently to lay out clothes for her or she will pull them out at nighttime before she goes to bed and say, like, do you think this, this, does this go? And she got a whole earring box and all her earrings are laid out like you miss this stuff in the morning because you're already gone so it it that's actually how the morning goes she's coming down and saying you know do these earrings match should I wear this and she will now let me do her hair sometimes but at least you know round brush blow it out and make it look pretty so anyway (laughs) as we're getting wound up in the busy work then it's do I have time for myself and I I found that I was heating up my cup of coffee for the third time. I was not eating my all of my breakfast. I was rushing out the door and there were still dishes laying everywhere. And then I would come home at the end of the, uh, end of the day and there's stuff everywhere, which then would make me feel more overwhelmed, right? I'm already tired. I'm already exhausted. I don't want to clean up the kitchen. I don't want to put stuff away from breakfast. So establishing that morning ritual for myself made it so that I was prepared in the evening. I set aside time to make sure her lunch was packed and things were put away. And then in the morning, I just chose to get up earlier. I set my alarm for an hour earlier so that I could have that time and space for myself to have an actual hot cup of coffee, to write in my journal, to make sure that I wrote out my day and I started with the three things that I wanted to accomplish that day that were most important to me personally and then the three things that had to get done today whether they pertain to work or taking Zeus to a chemo appointment or things that were non-negotiables and then I could check them off and the other things that come in and out throughout the day I just write down and you know prioritize them and then I don't feel so overwhelmed good (laughs) Well, what do you, I mean, you've had this topic before on the, on the podcast as far as your meditation and, but we've added other things to the morning ritual as of late. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, so much of my life now is what I'll call optimizing, right? There's a reason why I switched the name of the coaching platform when I do from Unleash the King to the Life Optimization Group Mm -hmm. because it's not just for men, it's for men and women, right? And I know with 100% certainty, whatever you're going through, I can help you. If you want to lose weight, I know how to handle that. If you're dealing with some limiting beliefs, I know how to handle that. If you want to scale your business and market it, I know how to handle that. Right. If you know how to meditate and you want a spiritual connection to God or Buddha or a unicorn or whatever your thing is, <laughs> like I can help you with that. It's it's a really refreshing pace to be at, but that comes from having tested and optimized so many different variables, and I'll never stop doing that. And so what started out, my path was wake up warrior, right? That's how a lot of these habits and rituals came into my life. It started with a guy named Greg Anderson. Greg Anderson showed me the muse. Mm-hmm. He had went through warrior before. He had started his own men's development group. He shared a little bit of the piece and parts with me. And because it was a toy and a gadget, we bought a muse or I bought a muse, I think literally right there on the spot and had it delivered to the house. Yes. It was home when we came back from California. Yeah. Um, 
started using the Muse, started playing with it more as a game, not understanding the benefit that it was having. All I wanted to do is hear those birds, right? If, if you haven't had a Muse yes. before, the, it monitors your brainwaves. And the more calm and more consistently stable your brainwaves are, basically through a, a pseudo EEG, it ends up you hear birds, right? You hear birds chirping and a, a soft in the background. And so it was just a game to see how many birds I could get. And then it was a game to see how many days in a row I could go. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just gamified meditation, but I didn't really have a true understanding for what meditation was. Then I go through Wake Up Warrior and I, I learned that's Garrett J. White's thing. If you're interested, go to wakeupwarrior.com. Always want to make sure I give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. And he opens up and that, that process opens up reading and journaling and all t- green smoothies and all things that now are part of my morning ritual. They're not all of it because, again, I keep adding to it. Yeah. And so as I've added and getting into the biohacking world, and I'll call it the life optimization world as a whole, now I have, I bought us a a portable infrared sauna. And for those of you that don't know what that is, go to Amazon, type in personal infrared sauna, and you'll see it's this weird little cocoon-looking thing that has a folding chair on the inside. Yeah. (laughs) That you it's zip right, yourself though. into and you, you hear sauna and I'd have to imagine if you're like me, you think like the saunas at the gym, the hot, sweaty, right? Like it, you, you walk in there, it's like blast of heat. It's infrared saunas are much different than that. It's infrared currency, infrared light. It's basically heating up inside the box, but it's a different type of sweat. You're, it's literally detoxifying your body. And take that. At that same point, then I was meditating, but I was using something called, and still am right now, something called Holosync, H-O-L-O-S-Y-N-C. And that takes some of the thought process behind the muse, that takes some of brain.fm, that takes some of atmosphere, right? There's these different apps and processes I've used. And it combines them, and it's a much longer meditation. It's 30 minutes. It's not guided. You can really pick what I'll say the frequency is as to the intention that you set. Mm-hmm. So I, I pick abundance and success. That's very strange. Like after... Using that consistently for 25 or 30 days, I can say that I am abundance and success. Like it's something I feel from the inside out. I don't know how to describe it other than I would heavily encourage you to pay whatever the $12 was for the app. Yeah. And use it for 30 days straight because any of these habits, I got to share a little secret with you. They don't mean shit if you don't do them consistently for a really long time, Mm -hmm. like seven days or 10 days or even 21 days. The, the whole cute thing of a habit is all well and good, but it doesn't really work that way. Like you're going to have to put in some reps. I took that and then I picked up a David, um, an, an Oasis machine, a David Oasis machine. And that's a, a CES machine, a, a cranial electro stim machine where oh, yeah. you actually wet these transducers and put them on your earlobes and you can pick the frequency in which electric pulses jot through your ears. And it also helps elicit or elicit that theta state, which mm-hmm. is that preferred meditative state in which you kind of drift away to far, far away lands. Yeah, I don't use that one. I use the um, the heart math M wave too, yeah. which is more breathing patterns to center and 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 focus. Yeah, but it doesn't shock your ears. You do wear a little piece on your ear, but it's just to connect your heart rate to your breathing patterns. Yep. I got that for you right after Christmas. Yeah, right after Christmas. It's really been it's really been nice, and I don't use that particular one with the Muse because your eyes have to be open to focus on the breathing patterns that the heart math gives you. So I use an app called Headspace, and it is either guided or non guided meditation, and you can pick you know 
the length that you want to go and but they have um, programs so if you are new to meditation headspace is a great app because they have basics um, they are 10 I think 10 episodes per package and there's basics one two and three to get started in their guided meditation just to kind of teach you how to refocus your breath recenter connect with yourself set an intention and just kind of relax and breathe um, and that's how I started after I had started the muse because I wanted to try something different right you always just try to change it up and, and do something new one for you to start to master the eye-open meditation Dr. Joe Dispenza's book Becoming Su- Supernatural has literally 65 or 70 pages that are dedicated to eye-open and walking meditations and how to do that and feel that same feeling because it's completely not only possible like it it's really we're almost designed, in my opinion, to live in a meditative state all the time. Mm-hmm. You have to get used to it and familiar with what that means, but I'll even push that to the side. So not only am I using the infrared sauna and the CES machine and Sync, now I also have the Juve red ah, light. Ah, the Juve red light. So now we have an infrared light that is uh, clinical grade, right? pharmaceutical grade. It's uh, J-O-O-V-V.com. And turn that on, and it's supposed to be within six inches of your of your skin, right? Mm-hmm. That's how the infrared waves get less potent the further away you are. The way our room's set up, it's probably a foot and a half away from my face at that point. We're fortunate enough to, to get one of the Juvelite um, systems. So it's a stand-up system that's, uh, gosh, 70, six feet tall and four feet wide. Right, it covers me <laughs> very nicely. Yeah, that's enough that you literally... When I get out of the infrared sauna, then stand up, basically take off my clothes, and like yep. you sit there and spend, you know, really ten minutes on a side, right? Because you want it's decreasing inflammation, it's increasing collagen production, it's eliminating toxins. There's so many benefits to what the Juve Light does. But I, as I'm doing that, I'm practicing something called the Wim Hof method, mm-hmm. W I M H O F. And if you don't know Wim Hof, I would encourage you. Like he's a crazy, crazy guy that developed a breathing technique that has allowed him to own every world record, I believe, in either cold water submersion or ice hiking with no clothes on, basically, like yeah, in shorts. Yeah, like a complete freak of nature. I'm and fascinated. It, yeah, his Instagram handle, I think, is Iceman Hoff, Iceman underscore Hoff, H-O-F. And this, this app, this Wim Hof app, teaches you how to not only breathe very rhythmically, but also to almost pull from depriving your body of oxygen it pulls all the nutrient-rich blood to center mass Mm -hmm. and so you end up getting like tingly hands and all the stuff just from breathing where i've been able to increase when i started my the time i could hold my breath was about 45 seconds right i mean that's pretty normal i think who knows what normal really means but now after i go through his breathing like there's a two and a half three minute exercise holding my breath for two and a half three three and a half minutes is second nature right there's there's no issue with that so i'm doing that while using the juve and it's really allowed me to maximize that time. So granted, that that time, that allotment is almost an hour, right? Mm-hmm. Just just for those pieces and parts. I then come out and I was drinking celery juice. Y'all, he's drinking coffee now. Well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was drinking celery juice because that's kind of the craze right now. And I want to test it and see and decrease inflammation. And that certainly worked with the majority of my body, right? Drinking the celery juice was great, but... What I couldn't figure out because of all the different things I put in my body, com- completely <laughs> admittedly, between celery juice, coffee, magnesium, nootropics, right? I have a long laundry list. I was having digestive issues where literally from 
7 o'clock in the morning until probably 5.30 or 6 at night, I was using the restroom in a more liquid form more consistently than anybody should (laughs) ever use the restroom. I don't know how to say it. You know, laughingly, I would go downstairs and and Kurt inside the office would be like, you know, did you fall in? It's like, (laughs) I'm not going to get down to the nitty gritty with this, but kind of like I'm I'm exploding everywhere is really what's coming down. And it was come to find out as we've removed variables, I believe the celery juice was the main component because – it does. It does clean people out. I. I think it doesn't have that effect on me personally. I've. I've enjoyed the celery juice every morning. Yeah. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I enjoy what it does. But it just probably isn't for me at this current point, or at least not the the amount. Right. I'm drinking 16 ounces. Maybe I cut it back to eight and see what happens. Yeah. But then I'm on on the bulletproof coffee train, and I have never been a coffee drinker. I don't care about coffee. I don't enjoy the taste. I actually, admittedly, despise it. Like I don't like he any part it. of it. But there are so many health benefits to having small amounts of caffeine coupled with the polyflavonoids or poly something inside a coffee bean, especially one that does not have any mold associated with it. Mm-hmm. So I make this coffee, this uh, a single cup of coffee with bulletproof beans, and then I put in a blender. And I know you're listening like, why do you put coffee in a blender? Oh, you guys, it's, it's, a, it's a major production in the morning in our house. For sure. And I put, I put this coffee in the blender and I put in... Uh, a very specific type of cinnamon, the C-E-Y-O-N, cinnamon. What I found is the cinnamon, cinnamon literally has like a black market. Like what we have been <laughs> buying at your local grocery store most likely is not healthy cinnamon. It's manufactured, it's high processed, it's junk. It actually doesn't help decrease inflammation. It no. does not help stabilize blood sugar. We're not even sure it's real cinnamon, which we got this piece of information from Dr. Joe Arena, who's going to be on the podcast. He's yep. a naturopathic doctor to kind of talk about all that kind of stuff that you miss in your everyday life that you're really filling your body with crap. Absolutely. And so I throw some cinnamon in there. I throw some stuff called mud water in there as well. Mm-hmm. M-U-D-M or W-T-R is I think the website. It's That's got everything from a little bit of cacao powder in it. It's got lion's mane. Matcha. Yeah. Maca. It's got all these different basically herbs, Chinese herbs that are in one potent form. I dump a tablespoon of that in. I do... Um, a full serving of the aspery, the ghee butter. Bull, bulletproof. Well, I, I do ghee oh, butter. Oh, brain octane oil. I do brain octane oil and I do the protein. Oh, the collagen the protein. Collagen protein. And I put two tablespoons of ghee butter. And you wonder why he's going to the bathroom 4,000 times a day. <laughs> well, and <laughs> then I blend it, right? You slowly turn up the speed of the blender. And you might be asking, like, why do you blend it? Well, I have this crazy thing for those of you that haven't gotten the biohacking world, that haven't read headstrong, that haven't read the Bulletproof Diet, that haven't read Game Changers, like all of Dave's stuff is kind of based around this. There's a third or a fourth state of water, right? We were taught that there's only three, right? Mm-hmm. Solid, liquid, gas, right? Those would be the three states of water. Well, there's actually a fourth called easy water. And easy water ends up being this almost gelatinous form of water that has a completely different molecular structure that surrounds some of the mitochondria inside your body that, for those of you, again, that probably don't know, as I didn't know any of this, mitochondria are the energy cells for your body. And you have more mitochondria in your body than any other thing inside your body. And they recharge and turn over with the ATP production that go on. And like I I can go down this whole rabbit hole of, of how this really works. But by putting in a blender and having the ghee butter coagulate, I'll call it, probably the wrong terminology, with the coffee itself, it creates this easy water type of environment So when you're taking it, the nutrients become way more bioavailable to you, and it's actually encapsulating the mitochondria to make them more efficient. So I drink that. While while that's (laughs) being 
like while I'm pouring it and I pour extra water in it, right? Because I don't like coffee. So it's super diluted. It doesn't taste like coffee. <laughs> I don't care about it. It's little, I chug it for the health benefits. I try to get it to cool down because I don't want it to be hot. Then I'm making another shake. And this is, I'll call it the green smoothie shake, but the green smoothie's taken some, some left and right turns for me. I truly believe in focusing on what serves you and figuring out why it serves you, which is a much different say methodology than a lot of the coaches I know. I'm not going to tell you to drink a green smoothie and then not give you exactly what, when, why, and how Right. as it would pertain to how you live your life. So I take 20 ounces of water, at least, depending on the thickness of the smoothie. I put in at least four cups of spinach and kale, then just blueberries. And mm-hmm. we've added some cherries, and these blueberries are typically, if we can, Wild, wild organic, organic blueberries. blueberries. So you can get organic blueberries. That's great. But the wild organic, they're just they're made a little differently as far as through nature, and they're just better for you and more nutrient dense. And so I blend those in. I also throw a little bit of vegan berry protein powder in. Mm-hmm. I throw in a little bit of a superfood blend that has a lot more antioxidants and various products in it that are distilled down. I've been putting in. Without Lindsay knowing, a little bit of brain octane oil as well. <laughs> it's never going to hurt you with what it does. And I blend that up. And he says without us knowing because he makes these in the morning and then leaves a shake for me and one for Gianna. Yeah, because I'm doing this typically. If things are firing the right way, this shake is completed in, in production by 630 in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I've done all this by 630. I put the shake in a glass container because plastic is... Horribly toxic to the human body. And think of all the ways in your life you have plastic, right? Plastic forks, plastic bottles, plastic... Straws, you're heating your food up in plastic, your to-go boxes are plastic. And we don't do a perfect job, right? That's a work in progress. You'd be amazed once you start taking stock of how much plastic is everywhere, just how much plastic you use. Yes. And so slowly phasing that out. But I put it in a glass container and I decided not to drink my green smoothie at that point. Right, I'm waiting... I want the bulletproof coffee to digest. Then I head to the, to the boxing gym. Now, sometime in there, typically before I leave, I sit down. I'm finally, you know, using the restroom again. I send <laughs> Lindsay and Gianna both that letter of love, honitude, and appreciation. Right, both get one of those. And I have moved my reading around, and it actually serves me. I like to go to bed with Lindsay, of course, if it all works the right way. I like to be up in bed by 9.15 or so, maybe 9.20, really 9.30 the latest. We don't always do a great job. But then I sit there with my True Dark um, red glasses on, right? I'm wearing the True Dark Day Walkers, as they're called now, that filter out blue light and, it, you know, junk light that's everywhere in front of you. I switch to the red glasses when I get home, and it's really phenomenal. Like, I've, I've been quick to fall asleep, right? Not normally. Normally, I'm the guy that we sit on the couch and we're watching TV or movie. He's out. And I'm out. These glasses have made that, like... Oh, it's instant. It's within 20, 10, 5. Like, I sit down, the glasses are on, there's this crazy red tin everywhere, and it is and lights he's out. out. Like, G's laughing at him, and, you know, Ryan, are you awake? Like, he's sleeping again, Mama, the whole thing. And you have no idea. I took video with a light, like the flash on with you the other day, snoring and just, like, laying back, mouth open. He still had his glasses on. He had intended to read, and then it just, it within 20 seconds, you were out. Yeah. So I typically then we go up to bed. I still have the glasses on and I then try to or do read. Now I get to cheat a little bit. I'm a big fan of Jim Quick, KWIK. I don't know Jim yet personally, working on a relationship with him. But he has a speed reading course that has completely changed how I read. Like when I first started his course, I was somewhere between 350 and 400 words a minute, 
which admittedly is a quick reading pace for most people. I'm up just north of 770 words a minute right now, which is enough for me to consume 10, 20, 30 pages of a book as we're laying in bed inside of 10 minutes and retain it. Because there's also some magic stuff that goes on when you read right before bed versus watch TV, play on your phone, do all this other dumb shit that we all do. It creates new ideas and pathways in your subconscious because when you sleep, that's actually where your subconscious is most active. That's why we dream. That's why we do everything. But how I just shared with you the mitochondria and what goes on in the easy water, that literally comes from instant memory recall based off of reading before bed. Mm-hmm. Like That's a one-time read. That's scanning through with my finger, doing the gym quick reading methodology. And it just comes back. Now, I'm sure I'm missing some components, right? Because I read... I'm sharing a lot of what I read on the podcast, so that's part of mm-hmm. part of how I pass that forward. I'm instilling a lot of it in our daily life. But I think that's it. I mean, there's some new toys, some gadgets, some things that I, I want to get. I'm making more space in my schedule. Yeah, right? we have a laundry list of things that we want to get. And I know that this has been like an episode with massive amounts of information to download, and you probably need a pen and paper to write down all the stuff that we use and we like. But if you don't have a morning ritual... You don't have to start with a juve light and bulletproof coffee and a smoothie and all kinds of crazy stuff. But you should pick two or three things. Try getting up a half hour earlier, doing something where you just popped your head up. What? I forgot I forgot the, the biggest shift for me. What's that? Is a cold shower. Ah, uh, yes, the cold shower. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole different whole different thing. So I, I, I've sweat. I've done all the things in the morning. I've been in the infrared sauna. I've been in front of the juve light. I've got rid of toxins. I've put bulletproof coffee in. I've sent the letters of love, honor, appreciation. I've made the special smoothie. And then it's shower time before I head to the gym. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you could be thinking like, why the heck do you shower before you go to the gym? It wakes me up. I like it. I like to feel yeah. refreshed. And so what I do is I hop in and I shower pretty quickly with warm water, right? I clean my body off so it's ready. I do an about face and I face the nozzle, right? Spigot whatever you want to call it. And I literally take the water. We have a, one of those vertical handles and I turn it to off. Then I turn it just enough so water comes out at full speed pressure and hits me right in the face. It is as cold as that water can possibly get. It's awful. And <laughs> I move, like my face is in there. It, the first couple times you do it, it's tough to breathe. It's pretty miserable. I go back and forth from my head to my chest, back and forth. When you first start, 20 seconds is going to feel like an eternity, then eventually get to 40, then maybe a minute. Well, I've even optimized against that because, sure, that's going to actually kill off the dead mitochondria, the batteries that don't hold charge in your body anymore. They freak out. That's what makes you feel like you got to jump out of the shower. So when you feel like you got to jump out of the shower, it's because they are freaking out and the ATP is not being efficiently produced and all this stuff's going on. So after a long enough time, your batteries are just always at full charge when you hop in the cold shower. So you can just stand there and face the music, if you will, for an infinite amount of time. So as I have gotten to the two-week mark, my batteries always feel charged, I actually am going back and forth with freezing cold water for 20 seconds, the warmest water I can do for 30 seconds, and I go back and forth with that for three minutes. Then I wrap up at the end with a two-minute cold blast that's encapsulating my whole body. What that's doing is not only recharging the batteries, but it's also increasing thermogenesis inside my body, which is making me burn fat more efficiently. It eventually helps metabolize brown fat and does all this other stuff. The cold showers have been one of those things that I think everyone should try 
and do it for seven days. Yeah, it's pretty rough the first couple of times, and then you get over it. Yeah, like by the second time I go back and forth from the cold to the hot, it's all one temperature. It doesn't even matter anymore, right? It don't even feel any different. So I feel like I jacked your flow, but I I had to because the cold shower matters for the morning ritual. Yeah, the cold, yeah, yeah. I don't even remember what I was saying at this point. I believe it was something along the lines of if you don't have any kind of morning ritual, don't feel overwhelmed that you have to do all of these things that we do at this current moment. We've added these in over a long period of time as we discover what works best for us. Like When I first started this, it was, you know, I would meditate. I think the first time I started was five minutes and I would maybe journal something down, maybe not. It wasn't really part of my flow. And so I then picked three things that I wanted to do that made me feel like I was prepared or had time for myself because as a mother, you just don't have a clock out time ever unless they are it's 2 a.m. and they're dead asleep. And if you have a newborn, they're not dead asleep, but there's just no punch the clock time. And so I discovered that by getting up, I started with 30 minutes and now an hour earlier than what I would typically need to get up to get my stuff done for Gianna. I gave myself a whole extra hour now so that I can have that time and space for myself. So if you start with something super simple, just getting up 30 minutes earlier, taking a shower, sitting by yourself, having a moment, you then can establish what really works for you or what you feel you need to be able to start your day in a place of power. Yeah, and I feel like it would be inappropriate for me then not to ask you to go back. We spoke about your morning the entire time. But that little window at night is probably the most important window as pertaining to if you're going to make the morning successful. Correct. And we talked about this the other day because I was getting my gym bag ready and Gianna's stuff out and the lunch packed and things so that it took it off my plate in just a 10-minute window. It took it off my plate so that I had that extra time where I didn't feel rushed and then I didn't leave the house going, oh, my God, I can't take it anymore today. There's so much stuff I have not I have left to do still. Well, yeah, and we – Again, as I would encourage you to do, don't take my word for any of this stuff. Track and monitor all of it yourself. For sure. Lindsay got herself a fitness tracker finally. I shouldn't say finally, but (laughs) got herself a fitness tracker. She went back and forth and wasn't certain about which one to get. So you got a Fitbit. I got a Fitbit Charge 3, and I love it, but I've had it for less than 24 hours. So, (laughs) But enough that she can start to monitor her sleep, which is you can sleep for eight hours and still feel miserably tired. I mean, How many of us have had that happen before? What actually matters matters most is your REM sleep and deep sleep sleep coupled with your sleep cycles minus the number of latencies and disturbances you have. Oh, my disturbances are off the wall. And if you and if you don't know what these things are, I'd encourage you to do some research on them. And that's what you know an Aura Ring or a Whoop or a, a Fitbit. You know, there's a lot of different things that that measure and monitor it. But what becomes most valuable there is then maximizing how to increase the efficiency of your sleep, right? Staying away from TV screens, staying mm-hmm. away from phones for the half hour, 45 minutes before bed, eliminating the LEDs in your room, turning your phone on airplane mode, don't keep it in your bedroom, put it in the bathroom. Like there's some really simple tips. Same thing, you're, you're, the temperature of your room should be 65 to 68 degrees. Like it's just, there's things that have been scientifically proven now that I'm just trying to bring into your awareness that there's reasons as to why you're tired, right? And it's stress, it's cortisol, it's hormone response. All that comes from optimization, right? So this this whole life that Lindsay and I are living, like for sake of argument, although I don't know that I necessarily believe it anymore, you only get one life, right? <laughs> you, you're only getting one. That you're aware of. Yeah, one trip right now in the meat suit you're walking around in. 
So why not live it to the complete best potential? Like, why not do the small things for yourself? What? I get it. You look at the true dark glasses. Admittedly, I fully realize most places I walk into in Columbus, Ohio, people think I have freaking safety glasses on. Yeah, and they do look like safety glasses. If you haven't seen them live on Instagram or Facebook or haven't checked out the YouTube channel, they're yellow. But I somewhere along the way, I lost my give a fuck. I can't yeah. find it. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> because for me, I want to feel good every day. I want to have energy every day. I want to show up and be present for my wife and for my daughter and for the clients that choose to work with me and I choose to work with them. Mm-hmm. So if I can hack this and get some better sleep and my quality of REM sleep, like I've shared all this, my deep sleep and my REM sleep is up 32% now overall because I wear these glasses. Like It's as simple as wearing freaking glasses. And you get better quality sleep so you feel more rested in the morning so you can achieve more during the day. So your cortisol response is lower so your testosterone versus estrogen access are more balanced out. You're living more efficiently. In theory, then you'd be having more sex with your partner. You'd be losing more body fat. Like, because you focus on the sleep variable. Like, it's so easy to start making these small incremental changes as long as you're willing to take a shot and not be afraid to feel a little foolish. Like, as a man, we look down on a cold shower and you realize uh. 90% of your manhood just disappeared, right? It's out the door. <laughs> I know it comes back. And if it doesn't, I'm married. My wife's stuck. She's got to stick around, anyways. <laughs> I think if you if you can apply any of these principles, right? Like Lindsay said, try one or two, try three or four, and build your way into a healthy habit. But realize that habit is way more than 21 days. Yes, you have to do it. I mean, the reps count. You have to do it over and over and over again until it feels like sec- second nature. The planner I got, I write down. It has a personal like list of accomplishments on a daily basis. I write down the 10 things that I do for me every day in sequence, and I check them off. And so as they keep going 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, then it. I don't even have to look at the list anymore. It's just part of what I do. It's part of the lifestyle. Absolutely. I think if you follow any of these tools, what will happen every day after? You're able to get shit done.